welcome to Dads with Daughters. In this show, we spotlight dads, resources, and more to help you be the best dad you can be. Welcome back to the Dads with Daughters podcast, where we bring you guests to be active participants in your daughters' lives, raising them to be strong, independent women. Really excited to have you back again this week. And as always, I love being able to be on this journey with you. Every week, we have an opportunity to talk with one another, to walk with one another in this journey that we're on to raise amazing girls into society today, helping them to be strong and independent and helping them to find the success that we want for them in life. Now, I say that knowing that there's not one way, there's not one right way to do it. There are so many ways in which we can father. There's not one manual, but we can learn so much from the men that are around us that are fathering in their own ways, who are learning from other fathers around them and learning from themselves as well. And we can learn from them. So every week I love being able to bring you different guests, different people that are fathering in different ways that you can learn from, that you can take and and be able to see what works, what doesn't work, and incorporate some of those things into your own lives. Today, we've got another great guest with us. Jacob Taylor is with us, and Jacob is known as the Fairway Father. We're going to talk about what that is here today, but he's a father of two girls, and we're going to be talking about that as well, of course, and I'm just really excited to have him here today. Jacob, thanks so much for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. I'm excited. I am excited to be able to have you here to talk to you about the journey that you're on. And one of the first things that I love doing is I love turning the clock back in time. So I'm going to go all the way back to that first moment when you found out that you were going to be a father to a daughter. What was going through your head? Oh, man. So we actually kind of went a non-traditional route and decided not to find out what we were having. And so the moment that I found out was actually in the operating room. We had a C-section and... I actually got to announce to the operating room, it's a girl, and just soaking that all in with the realization of like, this is real. Like, I am a dad. This is my little girl. I mean, it, it was just incredible. It's I always tell people it's a type of love that you can't experience anywhere else because it is an immediate, intense, full-on love. You know, other relationships, you fall in love. You get to know them, but as soon as you see that little face, it is, I am all in. I will do anything for you, no matter what. So, man, it's only gotten better from then as well, which is just amazing to even say out loud and comprehend that. I'm smiling because of the fact that your journey in the start was very similar to mine because we didn't find out as well. And we ended up in the emergency room doing a C-section. And I got to say that the doctor's like, Tell us what the gender is. <laughs> so I'm looking and I'm like, oh, it's a girl. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, I remember that very vividly. And that daughter is now a freshman in college. So and the time goes by very fast. And as you said, it for you, it's gotten better along the way. And your daughter's still young, but 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 you've had those experiences. You've had those memories that you've been sharing with them so far. What would you say has been your most memorable experience that you've been able to share with them thus far as a dad? I think just having them involved in the the day-to-day life, the hobbies, and just some of their questions that they ask at times, just the innocence in their questions kind of makes me, you know, stop and, and think through things I've never thought through before. And 
and just experience sunsets differently. Like one of my, probably one of my most cherished memories was watching a sunset with my daughter and and she was sitting there looking all around and asked me, did God make all of this too? And just seeing that go through her mind and getting to have that conversation with her was no, one of my favorite memories I think I'll cherish forever and has just, again, changed my outlook on every sunset, which is pretty cool. <laughs> it's cool. And, you know, I think in becoming a father and becoming a father of daughters, there's some fear that also comes in there. I talked to lots of dads and there's there's fear that comes with that. And it's not just fathers of daughters, but it's just being a father in general, too. But there is something to being a father to a daughter that I hear a lot of dads say that there is some fear there. What's been your biggest fear? in raising your daughters? I think my biggest fear, so I grew up in a household of, of all boys, brothers and cousins, all boys. So didn't really know how girls thought or act or anything until I got married, met my wife and got married. And so just the fear of, will I be able to connect with her? You know, will I have anything in common with her or is she only going to be with mommy? Is she going to want to do things with daddy? And obviously as my two girls gotten older, I've realized that is the furthest thing from the truth. <laughs> so having two daughters at different ages, you have to build those unique relationships with each of them because the personalities are different and they're different people. So talk to me about how you build those special bonds between each of your daughters to allow for them to have those unique experiences and those unique bonds with that. Yeah, I think it's important, especially as the second one comes along because now you're splitting attention. Whereas you know, the first child, it's a lot easier because they are your sole focus all the time. And so I found it easier with my first daughter to have connections because I'm always with her, always one-on-one. And so when the second one came along, I had to really make more of an attempt to have just one-on-one time with her and then finding things that she enjoyed more than what my first daughter enjoyed. You know, they're different personalities completely. My first child is very intuitive and very serious and wants to learn and wants to know about every little thing. Whereas my second daughter is just goofy and fun loving and she just wants to run around and rustle around and laugh and play and she doesn't need to ask questions. And And so changing how I play with them has really helped connect with both of them. Now, as a dad, you wear many hats. There are the things that you do for fun, but there's the things that you do to be able to sustain the life that you and your family have, whether that's some of the things that you're doing with Fairway Father, or if it is the professional job that you have, the the hobbies that you have within your life. But to do all of those different things, you have to balance and you have to find some type of balance. So talk to me about balance. How do you balance? all of those different things to be able to be stay engaged and present with your daughters. That is a tough one. Being a dad can bring on a lot of stresses that honestly you're not prepared for. Uh, always tell people whenever they're looking to start that journey of, of becoming a father that, you know, you really find out how selfish you are with your time. And so it's, it's a big adjustment because now all of my decisions impact my children. So the things that I choose to pursue impact my children. My hobbies that I get into impact my children. And so I have to be really diligent on choosing hobbies that 
my children can participate in, hobbies that are healthy that I want my children to maybe follow in or to emulate or to have lessons from. And so that's really how I've had to kind of reconstruct. I could go out and hang out with the guys every, you know, every other night and bar hop and do this scene. And But is that really healthy for my girls to see and to have daddy away from them doing those things? Or is it healthier for me to get into a hobby such as woodworking that I can take them out in the shop and actually show them what I'm doing and teach them how to use the tools and golf? I can involve them in that sport. They can ride in the cart with me. They can go to the range with me. I can teach them how to do those things. So I think reconstructing my hobbies was the biggest thing for me to be able to still participate in their day-to-day lives and just having that selflessness with my time of realizing that I may have to miss out on a couple things and that's okay if it means spending more time with them and being more involved in their lives. You and I got introduced to one another through a tweet that you put out there and I responded to it because you were talking about being a girl dad and I saw a picture of your daughter and you and golfing and and I guess for you, Girl Dad has been a a kind of a hashtag that's been out there for a number of years now. I kind of got came into the light with Kobe Bryant and and then went from there. For you, what does being a girl dad mean? So for me, I think being a girl dad brings in this added responsibility uh, when it comes to being a father. I need to lead in a way that shows my daughters how they should be needed by a man. So I want to emulate how any man in their life should treat them. I need to walk that out with my wife. I need to walk that out how, with how I treat them, how I speak to them. Um, I will not raise my voice to my wife or to my children if that's not what I want them to expect from other men in their life. I think I also need to really preach self-image and self-worth. Unfortunately, I know a lot of women struggle with that being in the field that I'm in. I've studied that quite a bit and trying to instill that you are worthy, that you have worth, that you are special as a woman. I think that's really a message that that I have to carry. And then showing them that you have so many great opportunities because you are a girl, because you are a woman. And there are so many wonderful avenues for you, be it academics, sports, hobbies, whatever they want to choose to do, that you don't use it in spite of being a woman, that you know, you get to pursue this because you are a woman. You know, you have special abilities that men, most men do not have, you know, makes you that makes you so special. And so I think that that's really kind of the drive that I have with being a girl dad is just raising them to be proud of who they are. I've mentioned a couple of times the hobby, the passion that you have for golf and that you have a site called Fairway Father. So talk to me about fairwayfather.com and what you've created there. Why did you decide to start this platform? And what are you trying to teach other dads through this? Yeah, absolutely. So Fairway Father is, is a new thing uh, that I, I recently started earlier this year. And the purpose of it is to encourage other fathers to involve their children and their hobbies in their life, and particularly golf, because I see that as such a great avenue especially for young children, for young girls. I think there's just so many opportunities in that game. I think golf instills a lot of important morals. I think it instills character. It's one of those sports that you penalize yourself. It's one of those sports that really upholds integrity. Integrity is such a big part of the game. And so I think there's a lot of 
values that can come out of that game. And so my goal with Fairway Father is just to encourage fathers or parents to get their kids out into that game so that they can learn those lessons and also want to involve the fitness side of it, the nutrition side of it, setting healthy habits and lifestyle choices in front of your children and, and walking through that with them because making those choices are difficult at times and it's not always the easy thing to do. It's not always what you want to do, but you, know, you owe it to your children to walk that out with them. And so Fairway Father is just kind of a way that to encourage and to help people understand you know, how they can get into the game of golf and how they can get into other hobbies and lead their children through those things. So you mentioned the fact that you see a lot of parallels and things that can happen in the sport of golf that parallel life and parallel things in life that that you're hoping to teach your own daughters and that you're hoping that other fathers can teach their children as well. Talk to me about some of those things that you have found as someone that has been in the sport and that enjoys the sport, but now that is trying to instill that in your own daughters. What are some of those life lessons that you're trying to impart? As we watch the pros play right now, it's, it's coming to the close of the season. And so a really good tournament on them. We're watching these guys that are professionals. This is their life. This is their livelihood. This is what they do every single day. And when you look at their scorecard, very often you see a perfect scorecard. You don't see a birdie on every hole. You oftentimes see bogeys. So even the best guys make mistakes. And that's kind of the same way of life. We can do everything exactly right. We can go to the most prestigious school. We study as hard as we can make all the great test grades. We can set up our 401k the best way that we know how to. You know, all these things that we can work on, but something may still happen. You know, a bro can hit a sprinkler head and as ball launch, you know, 30 yards over the green. And life works like that too. You know, you may have a car accident on the way to work that now you don't have a car. You may have an injury or a sickness that sets you back and you may lose your job because of it. You know, and life happens like that. There's no such thing as perfection in life. And I think golf really teaches you how to handle whenever something comes up like that, you kind of have to brush it off and move on to the next shot. The same thing with life, you know, something gets thrown in your face. If you sulk over it, your next decision is probably not going to be as good. And then your next decision is probably not going to be as good. Or you can adjust your mindset and say, okay, this happened. It stinks. But here's what I'm going to do better next time. Here's what I'm going to change next time. And so I think golf is just a great life teacher. A lot of patience can be taught through the game of golf. And again, like I said, integrity is in the game of golf. And so I just think golf has such a great parallel with life if we really study the game and consider our life while we're out there playing the game. So talk to me a little bit about your kids are still young mm -hmm. and you've got a, what, four-year-old and, and a, a two-year-old. Two -year so teaching some of those lessons is going to be in kind of those incremental steps. Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you've done so far, especially with your four-year-old, let's say, mm -hmm. that have started to help her to understand some of these concepts? I think as kids especially they want to do it the right way the first time because you know, they see maybe daddy hit the ball and he hit it really far. Well, when I hit the ball, it doesn't go very far or I miss whenever I swing. And so you kind of have to teach them to laugh through their failures. Oh, man, you know, that's do it again. Try again. Oh, wow. You hit it further than last time. 
And so I think putting it into perspective is really helpful when it comes to those life lessons of it's not going to be perfect. And daddy doesn't expect you to be perfect. Daddy is not perfect. Daddy does not expect you to be perfect. And so I love golf because there's just so many little lessons like that of we can practice really hard and we still mess up and that's okay. That's the fun of the game. You know, that's what makes the game fun is the ball doesn't always go straight. And if it doesn't go straight, well, guess what? We get to go find it and hit it again. And we may see something really cool over by the water that we wouldn't have seen whenever we were in the fairway. And so just trying to make things fun, making golf attainable, making successes and getting the ball in the hole for them. Success is making it three holes while still being excited and still being engaged. Now, you've been doing this for a little bit of time. And like you said, it's newer. But what kind of responses have you been getting from other people as you've been sharing this content out with them? I think I've gotten some encouraging responses from other fathers. And I think they've been encouraged to get their children involved in the game. A lot of times golf is seen as an adult game or, a, or an older adult game. A lot of times we see a bunch of older men and women out on the golf course and you never see children out there. And if you do, it's usually frowned upon or they're in a cart playing on an iPad and they're just there because, you know, daddy was daddy had to watch the kid today, but he wanted to go golf. So I think a lot of fathers have been encouraged to, you know, it's okay if I take my kid out with me to golf or even to the chipping green or you know, if I have a golf simulator, I can get them out there and hitting balls or out in the yard. And so I think fathers have been encouraged by that. And I think it's hopefully in emboldening them to take them out more and changing that narrative of kids are in the way, kids are loud. So, wow, this is a great opportunity to teach the kids the game that we love so that the game continue to grow. I know the hashtag grow the game has become really popular lately and that's what we're trying to do. I love that. And I think that I've seen in my own daughter's life, she joined the girls golf team when she was going through high school herself. She had never picked up clubs her in her whole life and then decided one day, hey, I'm going to go join the golf team. And I was kind of like, okay. And she had been a soccer player for many, many years, loved playing soccer, but there were things about soccer she didn't like too. And one of the things she said about golf that she really loved was that it is a team sport, but it's all about mentally where you are and you have to be mentally ready, personally ready to play a good game to then be able to support the rest of the teammates that are trying to mentally be ready to be on their game as well. And there's a lot of parallels there to life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you sharing that because I think that there's a lot of opportunity there for people to be able to, whether it's golf, whether it's tennis, whether it's pickleball, whether it's whatever. I think what I'm hearing you say, Jacob, is the engagement piece, getting kids active, doing things with you as a father. That's the most important piece. As you said earlier, maybe it's woodworking. Maybe it's whatever it is. But if your kid is able to actively be involved with you, not only are they going to learn from you, but they're going to love that time together. I talk to fathers and daughters and, you know, sometimes the daughters will tell me about the fact that they're the biggest Green Packer fan is because she and her dad would sit down 
on Sundays during football season, they would watch and that would be the way that they bonded. And then that ended up rubbing off on, on her. And that doesn't always happen, but there are things like that where you have those bonds, those things. And sometimes you have to step back and figure out, okay, what is my daughter really like? What is she into? And how can I get into that too? Because it's not just let's share everything that I like, but what is she like? And and get into that too. That is super important. I think it also gives your children a sense of their opinion matters to you whenever you do that, whenever you let them kind of lead. And it's a good chance for you to learn something new and grow in that. Definitely is the case. And there's going to be many times in life as your child grows that there's going to be that ebb and flow. And you're going to have to be flexible because and take and allow them to take the lead at times. You're going to take the lead at times, but especially as they get older, you're going to have to let them take the lead a lot more of the time. Yes, yes, yes. Because <laughs> otherwise they're just going to pull away and then everybody gets frustrated. I've been there. I've done this. Listen. <laughs> I'm taking notes. Now we always finish our interviews with what I like to call our fatherhood five, where I ask you five more questions to delve deeper into you as a dad. Are you ready? Yeah, absolutely. In one word, what is fatherhood? Journey. It was a time that you finally felt like you succeeded at being a father to a daughter. I'd say whenever my daughter saw something on TV that a boy was doing and she looked at it and said, well, daddy, I can do that too. Even if I'm not a boy, I can do that. Now, if I was to talk to your, I'm going to say your four-year-old because your two-year-old might not have a lot to say. Maybe, but you never know. How would your daughters describe you? Oh, I think silly would definitely be a word that would come up. I think She'd probably describe me as snuggly because we love our morning snuggles together, my four-year-old and I. And I think she would say strong because she knows that daddy works out and she loves coming out there with me whenever I work out. <laughs> now, who inspires you to be a better dad? I'd say I had fantastic role models in my life. My dad was a great dad and my mother was a great mother. But I think the person that inspires me the most is my wife. My wife is just an amazing mom. I mean, just leads by example, really pushes me to be a better person. And so live, seeing her, she actually stays at home with our girls. We're able to have her stay at home with my daughters. And so just seeing the effort that she puts into day-to-day -day life with my girls and, and how much she's able to teach them and... Just every day, it seems like when I come home, they've learned something new and they're so excited to share it with me. And then just seeing how well she loves on them, even in times of frustration and times of stress, she just does a great job of still being lovable, being patient. And I take a lot of lessons from her. And I think that really pushes me to step up and be a better father. You've given a lot of piece of advice today. You've shared a number of different things. What's one piece of advice you'd want to give to every dad as we finish up today? I would say take into account the actions that you're doing today because it's going to have generational impact. You're not only affecting your daughters, but you're affecting the next generation as well. If they choose to have children, they're going to take a lot of lessons that you've taught them and teach their children, and that's going to be passed down the line. So really be diligent in the choices that you make and the lifestyle that you live. Choose them over most of your lifestyle habits, and you're going to see a lot of fruit from that because they are the future. You know, going out 
hanging out with friends, going out on the town. Like, that is not your future. Your future are in the eyes of your little girls. Well, Jacob, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for all that you're doing to engage with fathers and Fairway Father. I'll make sure that people have the link. But if, you, if you're trying to find it, it's just easily fairwayfather.com. You can find it there. But I just want to say thank you. Thank you for sharing your journey today, your continual journey today. And and I truly wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And this was an awesome time. I really, really enjoyed this. If you've enjoyed today's episode of the Dads with Daughters podcast, we invite you to check out the Fatherhood Insider. The Fatherhood Insider is the essential resource for any dad that wants to be the best dad that he can be. We know that no child comes with an instruction manual and most dads are figuring it out as they go along. And the Fatherhood Insider is full of resources and information that will up your game on fatherhood. Through our extensive course library, interactive forum, step-by-step roadmaps, and more, you will engage and learn with experts, but more importantly, dads like you. So check it out at fatheringtogether.org. If you are a father of a daughter and have not yet joined the Dads with Daughters Facebook community, there's a link in the notes today. Dads with Daughters is a program of fathering together. We look forward to having you back for another great guest next week, all geared to helping you raise strong, empowered daughters and be the best dad that you can be. We're all in the same boat And it's full of tiny screaming passengers We spend the time We give the lessons We make the meals We buy them presents Bring your A-game Cause those kids are growing fast The time goes by just like a dynamite blast Calling astronauts and firemen, carpenters and muscle men Get out and be the world to them Be the best dad you can be Be the best dad you can be